bonus episode. Yes, Sirski. Welcome back to Three in a Row. It's your boys. My name is Tokbear. I'm here with my friends. Tweeby. Ifati here. Welcome to the bonus. Yep, it's the same three in a row vibes. We're bringing you our candid opinions on all things football, except it's a bit more of a freestyle because it's a bonus episode. So we're just going to talk. Okay, so in today's bonus episode, uh, it's all things FPL, Fantasy Premier League Football. We've all had about eight weeks now to, you know, get our ourselves involved into the game. Patterns are setting out in our different leagues. If you're listening to this episode, I feel like there is a 90% chance that you have a fantasy football team. So we're just here to give our two cents on what we think on the game, give our wisdom, you know, for those of us that are actually doing well in our leagues, um, and just talk everything fantasy with the vibes. You know, we're going to discuss um, some of the current dilemmas that we're facing in this this week, uh, week eight, um, and those dilemmas. Whenever you listen to this episode, will help you to, you know, make decisions uh, for whatever week you're on because it's all based on logic, right? Um, we're gonna talk about some best practices that I just feel like naturally always work, and we'll tell you, you know, where we're doing and some statistics. So yeah, let's get into it, lads. Uh, I'm not the real FPL expert, some even statistics. though. <laughs> even though I'm on top, maybe I'm don't, not don't, even, don't even start that one, Tokwe. How do I start, start now? One. The first place we should start is our current ranking. So we obviously have a three in a row league. And not at all. Not at all. I want 100 quid. Exactly. Um, and at the moment, uh, starting from the bottom, Ifatu is 39th. Um, Twebi is 26th. And I am 5th in the league. Uh, I'm, I believe I'm like 20 points from the top or, or something even less. So something far, even, so far. Like that. That's Obviously, it's so far. Why are, you, why are you telling us some obvious statements? <laughs> you sound salty. Yeah, yeah, because... Yeah, hey. that's not my final position. Definitely not. Never that. You know now, you know the vibes now. You know the vibes. I don't know what you can do from like position 39. What do you expect to achieve? Like what is what would you consider Bruh, a successful I'm, I'm, season? I'm less I'm less I'm less I'm less than 100 points away from you. Exactly. I'm less than 100 points away from you. So that means I can literally catch you in two game weeks. So yeah. relax, okay? Relax. A lot can change in a game week. That's absolutely right. So if I had to how about we start with you, seeing as your bottom of the league? Um, I think a good way to go about this discussion <laughs> that would be useful um, for our listeners is tell us why you are 39th in the league. <laughs> okay, so, so, so first of all, fuck you guys. But then um, there's 59 players in the league and I'm 39, so there's 20 whole people behind me. So I'm not last or anything like that, but I understand that out of the three of us, I'm the third. So that's cool. That's not that's not normal, but that's cool. That's cool for now. Three in a row is not normal. It's absolutely not normal because like I've always been the first of the three of us in every uh. single FPL season that has existed. <laughs> and the Bible <laughs> says the first shall be the last. <laughs> so and the last shall be the first. Um, Lol. So, um, so obviously, this is enough. Like, I feel like I've just put in a, a bit too energy, a bit too much energy, like into my selections, and I've like panicked a lot, which is like, like uncharacteristic of me. Um, 
I have not been settled with my captain picks. I've not been lucky with my with my captain selections, and just general bad luck, you know, bad luck. But it's still very early in the season. It's like what eight game weeks, so I'm pretty sure as things progress, you know, the the tough will get going. I like um, your conscious optimism, if I too. Um, tough I mean, time never lasts. Yeah. Only tough people last. You make your own luck, um, is what real niggas you know are talking about. But you know, hey, shut bad luck. Let's how about we, we we go into the specifics for the users so they can they can really get um a view on what is going on. Start with your front three. Who do you have in attack? Okay, so um, as of my last game week, uh, I had Che Adams, Kane, and Bamford, and to be fair, all three of them got me uh, returns, uh, decent returns, not anything over the moon or anything like that, but like. None of them were my captain pick, so uh, their their points were not doubled. But yeah, I feel like they're decent striker selections. I don't spend too much money in my in the attack, apart from Kane, because he's a necessity, absolute necessity. Everyone has him. You have to have him. If not, you're going to fall off. So why don't um, you spend yeah. too much money in your attack? Because I my personal strategy has always been like midfield. Um, focus more on the midfield. There's so many. There's so many midfielders. All right. There's so many players that come off as midfielders on FPL, but in reality, they're actually striking. You know, they're actually closer to the box and in around in and around the box. So they are. They are you, like you know, like the midfielders give you five points for goals, unlike the strikers that will give you four points for scoring a goal. So I would just rather just focus on um, midfielders that are actually strikers in reality. You know. And those guys come, they don't come cheap. So I, I, I'd rather invest there. Okay, so who um, is in this midfield that you speak of? So yeah, in my, my, my midfield is like, I feel like a lot of people have like the same options for midfield. Like there's, there are like absolute must-haves. Uh, Salah, for example, if you don't have Salah, then I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what, what game you're playing. Uh, I have Son. Son is like the most uh, selected player in the, entire, in the entire game, in the entire FPL. He so also has, has the Son most points. Well. So makes sense. No, uh, I think Hurricane has the most points. Hurricane has really? the most points, not Son. Oh yeah, true, true. Or, or rather, for midfielders, if you mean for midfielders, yes, for midfielders, yes, midfielders. I did. But I also thought in general he did, but doesn't matter. Yeah, but uh, the other options I have in my mid- midfield are Zayek, who gave me returns last week. He got eleven points. I should have captained him. I captained him initially, and then again I panicked, and then I switched, and I ended up with with Son, who gave me jack shit. Um, additionally, midfield, I have Rodriguez. I decided to stick with him through his uh, injury, you know, foes for Everton. And yeah, um, he didn't give me much because he was playing against Manchester United. But um, I'm, I'm hopeful he would, he would come good for me uh, next week. In defence, I have Gabriel, Cancelo and Justin. Justin is like, I'm, I think he's... He's one of the most uh, highly selected uh, defenders. That's because he's cheap, and because uh, because he's cheap and because he's a starter. You know, he plays all the time for less, and he has an attra- attacking threat. He plays as a wing back. I, I, yes. I so, um, I think lots of people have Justin, and then I have Cancelo, who's like a differential, but hasn't really come good for me so far. And Gabriel, who you know lost three zero versus Aston Villa. Thanks for that, Arsenal. Uh, Goalkeeping positions, uh, Mislayer for Leeds. Uh, I mean, just unlucky, man. Just unlucky. 
I mean, <clears throat> it's interesting what you said there, Ifatu. So on paper, it sounds to me like you have actually like a decent team, right? Like that's not a bad starting lineup. I have a solid team. I have a solid team. I, I can see where there are differences in our philosophy of how we approach the game. Hence why, in my opinion, you have less points um, at this stage. But we can, uh -huh. we can get into that shortly. Let's first look at Twaby's team as well. I've got some comments that I've noted on on your starting lineup and how you can improve that, in my opinion. Um, but but Twaby, I'd love to to get your take on your team. If I to manage to score a total of 62 points with this team he just described last week, um, game week eight. Twaby, who is your front three? We actually have the same front three, so let the people know. Yes, so we have the same front three of Kane, Bamford, and Calvert-Lewin. So I didn't start the season off well. Um, I used my wild card after the first game week. I had a very, very poor selection starting up. So I had to, you know, change things up in order not to be caught dead at the back, you know? So yeah, I ended up inculcating some the right players. And I noticed that Leeds had some serious ballers on their team. So Bamford and Costa were like two people I looked out for to get in my team and also they're very very cheap you know some people see my team and ask me how i manage a team like this but i guess you just have to shine your eye when you're doing the transfers um so run us, through, I like... run us through it squad by squad and um, player by player okay so player by player my goalkeeper is re from in the starting lineup goalkeeper re patricio i had Ake. Yeah, 10, 10 points. points. Um, I have Ake, I, I guess, somewhat as a differential, but he didn't play well at all, or did he even play at all this game week? I'm not sure. He got zero points. Um, Justin and Alderweireld. Um, originally, I had um, Luca Dean, but I had to transfer him out for Alderweireld because of his suspension. Um, Salah, of course. Zayek, Son, Costa. Kane, Bamford, Calvert, Lewin up front. So yeah, star-studded to an extent. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody's fantasy feels like it's star-studded. Oh, that uh, team got you seventy-five yeah. points. Wow. I guess I had the wrong captain choice. Wow, that's good returns, bro. Yeah, not bad. Uh, yeah, it was decent, but could have been riskier. Captain Kane. So my fan, my team. So we can start to talk about some of the nuances and differences. I have the same front lineup as Twaby. So I have. Harry Kane, Patrick Bamford, and Calvert-Lewin sparing the head. I think majority of people in the league have these three strikers just because it's a good balance of... Obviously, Harry Kane and Calvert-Lewin have scored the most goals alongside Jamie Vardy, who is a strong candidate to have in your front line of, as well, which we'll get to. But um, Bamford is cheap, so he balances... Just, the price just feels right with those three. Um, and then in my midfield... Yeah. I've got ZH, Salah, Rashford, and Son. Again, a lot of similarities with the rest of these guys. And then at the back, I started Kyle Walker-Peters, Ben Chilwell, and James Justin. Uh, in goal was McCarthy. On my bench, it's Martinez, Ademola, Lukman, Lamptey, um, and Mitchell. Uh, some players that we all have in common, right? Um, Mitchell yeah. from Crystal Palace, we all have. We all have Martinez. We all have Salah. We all have Son. We all have Kane. We all have 
um, Bamford, Justin. we all have ZH. We all have Justin. This is between the three of us. I mean, so guys, you can see, um, though the, the and I got 89 points. Um, so you can see, though we have like the core of a squad basically the same, it's in the little differences um, and the little choices that you make that actually can give you a real big impact in a game week itself. And in my opinion, what really matters in fantasy is taking things game week by game week. So the focus should always be, how can I be better than every single other person this game week? And then go again next week. Uh, I think that's the best way to win. From my experience of losing over the years, anyway, this year I'm determined to be great. And you guys can track my progress. I'm pretty sure I'm going to take home the crown in most of the leagues I'm in. <laughs> but, you know, touch wood, <laughs> touch wood on that. Um, let's get into some some hot discussion points. Because uh, first off, I feel like in terms of why, what I was saying with Ifa to where you, I feel like you might have gone wrong. What is that? What is that defense? Why is Gabriel? <sighs> I guess they've been doing well recently. Gabriel, Cancelo, I if, see the if, ideas if you have. Arsenal had, if Arsenal had beaten Aston Villa, you would not be telling me this. <laughs> Facts. Who, what team does Maisley play for? He's your goalkeeper. What is that? What is that? What is that? He's a Leeds goalkeeper. Oh, and Leeds have conceded the um, third most goals in the league this season. So, guys, you can tell that's an example of poor goalkeeper choice right there. Yeah. Um, and he's tried to put Maisley on. All right, because all right. Martinez oi, had a oi. had a um, game I against Arsenal. That so no. wait, 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 wait. Okay, so it now. I have two goalkeepers, Mislia and Martinez. Okay, Martinez was playing Aston, um, Aston Arsenal at, at at Emirates, and I thought, ooh, well, who is who? Do, who do I reckon will concede more between Martinez and exactly. and Mislia? You know, and just off the you know the back of my head, I just I, I just went with with the lead goalkeeper because I mean I thought they had more of a chance. Uh, versus who did who did Leeds play this game week? Was it who did they play? Who did they play? Crystal Palace. Yeah, and they I lost thought they had them. more. Yeah, I, I thought they had more of a chance versus Crystal Palace than Aston Villa had against Arsenal. And nobody wants to waste the transfer on their goalkeeper in general. You know, that's what I was trying to say. It wasn't a poor goalkeeper choice in the sense that you. Um, you picked Mesley ahead of Martinez. It was a poor goalkeeper choice in the sense that Mesley is in your fantasy team. That's what I mean. Hmm. You pick two goalkeepers um, for this kind of situation because you never know who a goalkeeper is facing in a given game week. And you always want to mitigate the risk of, you know, when you feel like a goalkeeper is likely to concede goals. But, I mean, when your second choice is Maisley, eh? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the person that has the strongest goalkeeper choice out of the two of us is probably Twaby because he's got... Yeah. And Martinez, uh, which is just a solid combination. Um, Best of both worlds. Yeah, you know, Wolves cannot always put in a solid performance. And Martinez is cheap. And Aston Villa is surprising all of us this season with the defensive outlay. Um, so he's he's actually doing really well. Uh, let's let's talk about some major things that are happening this week. Salah is injured. Salah has COVID nineteen, um, and as we have discussed. Mo Salah um, is in everyone's team. There's certain players that everyone needs to have, right? And right now, I feel like those, if there was three, three of them, it would be Salah, Son, and Kane. Because they've obviously scored the most goals and, and made the most, they've had the best numbers in the beginning of this season. 
Um, yeah. Everybody else has them. So you can't afford to be in a week where these guys are chopping like 20 points and everybody else is on that and you don't. So, you know, just got to bear the brunt. But Salah is injured this week, guys. So what are you going to do about it? Um, I got a question on my Instagram that was like, uh, do, I, do I replace him from the team completely? Do I just put him on my no. bench? So what I feel people have to take into account is the type of injury he has. Salah just got COVID-19. He's been announced he tested positive for COVID-19. So for me, considering it's still, you know, the first early on in the international break, they're announcing this. He can't be out for that long. So my strategy is I'm going to use my free hits and, you know, transfer in a decent midfielder. You know, Salah is one of the most expensive players, if not the most expensive player. So you can get some quality in for that particular game week. And hopefully by the next week or the week after, he should be fit to play for you again. I don't think it'd be wise to throw him out of your team just like that because it's just COVID. 14 days he's back. Yeah, those are really wise words, Twaby. Um, so what are you, how are you going to yeah. transfer? Thanks. So basically, I'm thinking free hits, um, Salah for um, Fernandez. Um, yeah, Fernandez in for Salah. He has a match at home against West Bromwich Albion. But obviously, I'm going to wait until internationals are over and um, he's obviously COVID free before I go to transfer another person where I catch COVID. <laughs> Guys, I if think... If you activate the free hits, then you have as many transfers as you want until the deadline is there, so... Okay, yeah, it's even like, yeah, true. It's like a wild but, card for... But personally, Sha, I would not advise anybody to activate their free hit just yet, Sha. How I, many I free hits know. do we get a season? One, one, one. You get one free hit a season, you get one... So they change the rules. Season, you get one. No, the only thing you have two of a season is wild card. You have two wild cards, one another wild card after January, so you can you have maximum or rather unlimited transfers. But those chips are one for the entire season, and I would only use my free hit when I know that there are players that have double game weeks much later on in the season. But I mean, you guys are early birds, so let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> guys, please, I just want you to keep track of how Ifatu is, you know. Talking, even though he's in this perilous situation. I like the confidence, though. It's based on experience. Um, I just wanted to also say that you guys have mentioned a couple really good best practices there. Um, one, uh, Twaby being wise in waiting till the end um, of his window before, um, or waiting till it's closer to the game week before, you know, finalizing his transfers because you never know what can happen in this world after you've exactly. you know, made your transfers. Another thing he did... Um, that I thought was really useful there was he looked at the fixture list, which I think is very important. So he's noticed that United has an easy game against West Brom. There's no better exactly. time to have Bruno Fernandes in your team. In fact, I would go exactly. one further and say there's no better time to captain Bruno Fernandes in your team. You know, these kind of games where you just know um, it's going to be best suited for the player, especially the star player of that team, to be able to pull out the results. Um, and you have to do this for each of the different different positions. Um, in terms of how I feel about Mo Salah, I'm not going to use my free hits because if I tell let me know that I only have one. One. Um, yeah. I have structured my team in a way where if I'm doing one transfer a week, I can afford to take out my most expensive player 
and then swap him out for a Bruno Fernandez uh, just for one week and then, you know, see what the fixtures are next week and do it again. The issue that I actually had this week when I tried to do that is that Salah has increased in price. So, as in, I think at first he was like 12 million. Now he's like 12.2 or 12.4. So that you sell him for 12.2. Exactly. So if I if I sell him now, I cannot be able to afford to buy him back based on the current selection that I have. So personally, um, I am going to keep Salah in my team and hope for the likes of I don't know, man, Ademola Lukman or maybe take Son. Who, who do you have on your bench? Something. You have Lukman. You have Lamptey. Yeah, I have Lukman and Lamptey. Lamptey, Lamptey is not bad. Yeah, he's not bad, but I want a, a Salah with Salah. If I'm taking Salah out, I want a game changer. I want. Rashford is also yeah. nursing an injury. an injury, so um, you know, perhaps I don't know. Stick or twist. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what he'll, pissed he'll, he'll me off back. though? Sometimes fantasy, and I think it's happened a lot in this early stage of the season. Fantasy will tell you that these guys are nursing a knock or an injury. Seventy-five chance of yes. playing, they'll start. They always, yes, like Lamptey has been injured fault. so often, and he always starts. I know it's yeah. not fantasy's fault, but you can't take that thing as gospel. That's what I'm saying. Of course, you cannot. It's basically the coach saying that, okay, this person has a knock and I don't know whether he's going to start you know, on Saturday. And then Saturday comes and, and the coach, said, the manager says, okay, yeah, yeah, you're starting. That's, that's that, like with, with Rodriguez, for example, I remember Ancelotti stating like quite blankly that he's not going to start. And then one day, one day to the, to the start of the yeah. game, he goes, he goes, yeah, he looked, he looked good in training. He might actually start. Yeah, fantasy will still put the the the, the fantasy will still flag him like okay what fifty percent chance playing. Saturday comes and he starts and that's down to the man trying most... to play mind games against the opposition. You know exactly. So they don't give a fuck about kind they don't give a fuck game. about we fantasy fans. They don't care. They don't yeah, they don't, they don't care about FPL. Obviously, so you have no. to play the game. Yes, so. And you play with your chest, but it's annoying because it's basically gambling, no? Because we don't really know. It's educated yeah. guesses, more like. The uh, most annoying yeah. one is is what Pep Guardiola puts you through when you have yes. Aguero, Hi, and God. then you are going to play. You are going to play West Brom, and you want to captain your Aguero, and you see that he's starting on the bench. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Personally, as a rule, um, I just stopped putting City players in my team. Like it was apart from De Bruyne, um, I never, I never have. Any city player in my team anymore? Just a gamble with them. I, yeah, I don't know who's gonna start. Like they can still somebody like Sterling is great to have in your team historically because he always you know score goals and get you points. But I don't know if he's gonna start. Mares is a, is a good player to have in your team, but that's if he starts. Like Phil Foden, another great player to have in your team. That's if he starts. There's too much rotation in in City for me, um, and I tend to avoid teams that have that kind of heavy rotation. I do the same with Arteta, actually. Like, I, I really, I don't trust his week-in, week-out selection to be consistent, even more so the fact that, that Arsenal is shit. And, you know, you really shouldn't have any Arsenal players in your team right now. Because um, you, you want consistent performance. Like, I would argue, like, Leicester is a better team to look for players than Arsenal at the moment. Um, but, yeah, all these managers that like to be doing wish-wash, man, they be fucking up your steeds. With Salah, what I would advise and what I would do is that I'm going to keep him on my bench and wait for one game week, two game weeks, whatever time it takes for him to return. Because um, 
like you said rightly, his value is increasing. And if you take him out, then it's going to be much harder. If you don't have the finances, then you might not be able to get him in. And even if you get him in, then that's going to affect some other part of your team. So I would bench Salah if I had alternatives to play. So, for example, I do. I have alternatives to play. I already made my transfer and I know who's going to come on for him. So, yeah, I, I, I would stick with Salah and just keep him on the bench until he's ready. Salah is one to like play the entire season. We, in Ifatu's word, we trust, to be honest. Um, and I wanted to get back to you, actually, Ifatu, for our next point, uh, which I, I saw you've, you've um, noted for us. Um, you're wondering if Hyungmin's son, uh, who, who is uh, currently the highest scoring midfielder in terms of points, uh, if his time is up, because he's had two consecutive games where he's not really done much in terms of points. Um, and also, he might have COVID-19. Yeah, so some news came in that four South Korean players have tested positive for COVID-19. Son did not test positive. Four of them. But yes, four of them. South Korea, um, they're they're supposed to play a game tonight. Uh, I'm not sure that game is going to hold anymore because of the the COVID-19 situation. Uh, uh, Son did not test positive. It was negative. But just as a rule of law, um, now he has to like, you know, um, you know, watch it and just get tested again before he comes back into the Premier League. And so that just means that there's a small chance that he might come up with uh, with virus. Yeah, I'm not sure what to watch out for. I'm not sure with English law, but he might have to quarantine for 14 days upon coming back if he's had close exposure um Arsenal had a similar problem with Kieran Tierney ahead of the Man U game but we managed to get him back on time so I'm not sure how that would go yeah yeah I don't know just keep an eye on that but um otherwise he's had two consecutive blanks where he like he did not score or assist or do anything to help the team uh, directly with goals so um, one might wonder is his time up in the team, you know, now because you know, sometimes it's a great time to sell some of these players, especially when they have when you buy them cheap and their value goes up, then you can sell and then you can buy somebody else that you might not normally have been able to afford, you know, without the price increase of Sun. So, there's some new guys coming up, like I know we all have Zayek, but like the, the, the majority of um, other people on fantasy don't have Zayek. Zayek still has quite a low um, selection percentage selection. So some people might want to like take Son out for Zayek. Some people might want to take Son out for um, for Yota, for example. You know, just other people that they think might, you know, bring more to their team, especially with this whole COVID situation. So just want to look out for. Personally, I'm not doing anything to Son. I'm leaving him in my team. But that's that's yeah. down to sentiment. I was that's about to sentiment. say, I was like, for me, it, this is the kind of situation where he's not performed for two weeks now. He's bound to have a big one soon. He's uh-huh. bound to have that's a big one soon. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, I mean, come on, you know, he's not going to be asleep for too long. But the issue with Son yep. this week, actually, exactly. which, which um, I'm facing, I have both Son and Kane. And more so than I feel like Son will perform, and I believe in him. But I cannot start Son and Kane in my team, knowing that they're both facing Man City this weekend. Or, you know, when Premier League mm. resumes. That's my dilemma. Who do I sacrifice between Son and Kane? Both of them. Have to what? So are you are you are you trying to like put one of them on the bench? Are you going to like? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to tell um, the whole world what I'm going to do, but I'm going to tell you that one of these guys is definitely. So I'm going to make it a a a a 
a transfer this week. Um, and it might not be Salah, it might not be Rashford. It might be one of Son and Kane to accommodate for another superstar that has a more easy fixture lineup that I can, you know, feel more comfortable. Uh, Bruno Fernandes spells. Yeah. yeah, Bruno Fernandes <laughs> is somebody I'm looking for sure. You said I love that cheap fixture. <laughs> you guys are, you guys are all looking at United versus West Brom, but another game you're not realizing could could be really good for you is Chelsea versus tell us now, tell Newcastle. us now. Chelsea Newcastle, you should look at ZH and Werner. I think they're gonna do something. Like at least they go from Werner and hopefully goal and assist from ZH. Another consistent day for him is what I'm expecting. But you know, to be fair, Werner is actually the hottest the, the, the hottest striker of recent. Between him and and, and Vadi of, of recent, that is um, excluding Kane being the normal consistent guy that he is. Timo Werner and Vadi are back on form. And scoring goals and assisting, especially when. How come none of us um, have decided to select Jamie Vardy? Uh, I think it's because of his price. So he, I had I mean, Jamie Vardy. For me, oh, you did, and you sold him. I had him. I had him. I sold. Look, so this is what happened. I had Vardy. I sold him for Kane. Um, the week I sold him for Kane, he scored a hat trick. Or something like that, man. But Kane still did well. Like I had a very tough time with him. Like I, I remained faithful in him. He didn't come good. I decided to let him out when he had a hip injury, and guy, he still came in and started scoring. So I don't understand that guy. Mm. <laughs> I think Kane and Vardy is difficult because it's almost negligible. Those guys will always they'll, they'll score a lot of goals naturally. It's just Vardy is a tough I, one for I me. You like never know. Against which... City, he can score four. Then you're not not score anything against West Brom. That's the kind of striker he is. So with Kane and Vardy, it's it's. I feel like it's just one or the other because they are they are very pricey. Uh, if you have Kane and Vardy in your attack, then you have, that's like twenty. That's like what twenty. The squad is depleted. Twenty two million. Yeah. Just on two players alone, in attack. Mm. So it's, it's just like one or the other. Like Toby said, he took Vardy out for Kane. If you have both Kane and Vardy, then that means you're you're bound to like have problems like. You know, Here's what I'll argue. You if, you have, if you have Kane and Vardy, then you just have to have. Um, it, it means you're sacrificing one of these expensive midfielders. So take out Salah yes. and try and use players like um, players like Zaha, players like Grealish. These Costa. guys are around this kind of eight to nine or seven to nine million pound match. Yeah, it it depends on the game. Zaha and Jack Grealish are performing insanely right now. Um, yeah. I, 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 I would yeah, I actually. Guess so. I would, I would put them in, and you have to take risks, take gambles. You know, you have that kind of midfield as opposed to having Salah, Son. You know, you go a, a little bit further down in the pecking order. That's, that's another way. I mean, it's not how I've done it, but off the top of the my danger head. of of being like radical and not having the guys that everyone has is that if the Salahs and the Sons, which would always, almost like always do well, if you don't have them, and you know, you have like them Zahas and you know some other risky guys. You know, when Salah and Son pop off, the crowd leaves you behind. So the whole league leaves it's like, you. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like 10 people, 15 people, you know, going past you at the Gap same time. You. Exactly. So and you don't want that. So you have to have your differentials with the ones that you know with the, in the spots that are less um less risky, I'd advise. Don't come on, have Salah. If you don't have Salah, if you don't have Kane, if you don't have Son, then what are you doing? Yeah, you're just joking now. You're not playing Premier League. It must be La Liga fantasy you're doing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> you're probably hating. If you don't have the, the, those guys, you're probably hating maybe due to individual sentiments, man. There are some geniuses that have it, have the uh, that do that, shit, but like obviously, it's just you gotta I don't be know. a genius. <laughs> like you gotta really yeah, think about it. It's something different. Yeah. Yep. Or be lucky. I mean, let's not forget that's also a big part of this game. It's just pure luck. Yeah, so based on the current selections we've had from last week, does anybody want to tell us like what changes they plan on making to their individual teams? Yeah, I can, mm. I can go on that. I've already touched on it, like how I'm taking Son out for... The, uh, I say so. I'm taking one of Son or Kane out for the for the no, but you have to tell us, bro. Just no, he's I definitely mean, taking Son out. I don't know who. No way in hell. No way I don't know who. No, this is where you're wrong. No I'm taking out Kane. I'm taking out Kane and, and I'm going to put Werner in most likely. Because if you think about a game like City, it's tough to make these decisions. But if you think about a game like City and the way Tottenham play, in a big, big game like that, Harry Kane is more likely to be marked off. So except he scores a penalty, I feel like if Tottenham are going to get a goal, it'll be from a break. And it might be a Kane assist, but Son is the person that tends to end up in the right... Um, at the end the of right, those ones, yeah, yes. at the end of those... Yeah, things, absolutely you know, In the right, right position, absolutely. in the right moment, in a fast break and things like that. Um, and Kane is, you know, sitting a bit deeper doing the distribution. So the likelihood of somebody popping against City, I think Son is more. So I'm actually more likely, if I was being truthful, to keep Son, take Kane out and bring in Timo Werner, who is a Chelsea player that's facing Newcastle away. Chelsea are banging form. If I have Werner and Ziyech, that's a good combo. It's like replacing the Tottenham combo for a Chelsea combo. That's another thing I like to do. Like, I like to play my team uh, in clusters. Like, I'm betting on the team. More um, just as much as I'm betting on the player. So like I have, like I would, I tend to have like two players from each team sometimes as much as I can, depending on how well they are doing um, at that given time. Um, and but then yeah. in, in defense, that's where I keep my diversity. So my defense, which is one of my final um, best practices from from Babs, is I have an array of young attacking fullbacks that can deliver the goods up front. Uh, and they all play for different teams, So and they're all cheap. So it's all about, for me, a game of selecting what team is most likely to get a clean sheet. And even better, what team kind of, mm. like, is, like, you know, has an attacking threat, like, who is more likely to score? Because in any given game week, like, your fullbacks are going to contribute assists if you're, if you're you know, putting in a good performance. Um, game week eight was a good example for me because, like, at the back, I had Walker Peters, Chilwell, and Justin. Chilwell scored, so did Walker Peters. James Justin kept a clean sheet. Like, it couldn't have gone any better. Even Lamptey, that's on my bench, another young fullback, he chopped six points. Like, it, it couldn't have gone, you know, any better in that sense. Uh, mm. So that's that's the tactic that I'm going to keep keep on. Um, so th- that's the only change I'm... <laughs> I'm trying to make for my for my team if I had to end the long story short. Yeah, Twibby, what about you, bro? What 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 are you thinking? What are you doing? Or have you done it already? Mm, to be fair, I don't think I'm even gonna have a free transfer, so I'm I'm not really thinking of changing much. I think my shape is definitely going to change because Salah is is out, so I'm going with four four at the back. We with it for four three three. Basically, um, yeah. I just hope that my own my own, my major play is going to be my captain pick. I'm hoping Zayek performs against Newcastle 
you know. Um, I'm 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 thinking whether I will go with Zach as my captain or take the risk as um, Martinez as my captain because he plays Brighton at Brighton at home. So I've never heard oh. anybody consider captaining a goalkeeper before. You know, Brighton's attack is good in the sense that they actually create a lot of chances. Even in their last game, where it was like they didn't even score a single goal, it was one-one or you know something dead like that, where Welbeck was up front. You notice um, <laughs> about Graham Potter's team um, is that they create the chances; they're just not finishing. So it might be a genius idea. All the more reason, yeah, exactly. a goalkeeper like Emmy who will be active, he'll be busy. Bryson has shown that they will get the want, shots, I don't but not feel like... the, you know, yes. but not the goals. So if Emmy is busy... Like he... man of the match. Yes, now, if he's busy and they chop clean sheets, that's 10 points standard. That's 20 yeah. points for your captain. I don't know if you like Brighton create chances. They just, they just shoot. They just, they just shoot on sight uh, kind check of Check the statistics. Um, check the statistics. They, yeah, they have Trussard, a lot of shots Trussard on goal. Is just... Yeah, that's they what I'm saying. Lot. It just shoots. That, that, but from that, good, up, from good opportunities. Mopey shoots. From good positions. Sometimes. Uh, they're still, you know, not doing that well. So they're not sitting. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, good point. Anyway, Toby, I would not advise each other, but, I mean, it's one of them ones that can come really good for you. But I, I would never it's advise It's a risk. To, it's a huge yeah. risk, man. Yeah, I think I'll just go with Zayek. It's a, it's a risk. I'll just go with my Zayek, Newcastle. Yeah, so... Yeah, okay, so you've not made your transfers yet, then? Too soon, man, in an international No, I don't think I'm even going to make a single transfer. Twaby transferred Soyonju out for Kyle Walker-Peters, which I think is a good call. It's in line with, you know, my fullback strategy, Sha. And Soyonju is injured, I believe. He hasn't played much for Leicester this season. Um, Mm -hmm. Playing Wesley for Fana. Kyle Walker-Peters is also a cheap option that's producing bonus points and clean sheets. Exactly, man. Southampton's right wing back uh, under Hassan Hutu. He's getting points this season. If I to the difference between you yeah. winning all these other seasons that you talked about and now is I care. <laughs> like a lot more. Um, I'm a lot more investment. Bro, I, you I, always cared. You always cared. You cried to me seasons ago. Please. I cared. Me. There's anyway. a difference between caring and being consistent in the care. Nah, I cared, but I, I didn't care enough to be consistent. This time, okay, no. I, I run a football podcast. In now, so um, I'm definitely going to be on my football every week at least. So no, no, no. Let's see if you can catch me, Donin. You were about to say something before um, uh, we spoke about Twibby's, uh defensive selection. Nah, probably just... Uh, okay, if I was, I'd have forgotten. But probably just my own transfers. Yeah. Um, well, who did you select? Oh, so, who's, who's out? Uh, that's 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 pretty much been my pro. Okay, now I remember what I was going to say. That's pretty much been my problem this season. Um, I've been like, how do I put knee-jerk decisions? I, I sometimes I'll transfer a player literally before the game week is over. You know, talk more of waiting for the international break to be over. Literally, yeah. while the, the the last game week was going on, I already made one transfer. And the reason I do the, the reason I make these decision decisions is because. I'm trying to not wait until the value of the player goes up. And so as time progresses into the season, when probably like, like we're halfway through the season, my team value is like 101, 105, 106. And your team value is 101, 102. And that means I can do things that you simply cannot do. I can have selections that even if you wanted to copy me player for player, you cannot because your team value is low. So that's why sometimes it's been like, for example, the, the one I did in the, in the middle of, in the middle of the game week was Grealish. 
I took off Georgino for Grealish. Georgino did not even start for me, but I had the money. I took him off. I brought in Grealish. Since then, Grealish has, has gone up uh, 0.2 million. Another Genius one I move. did, I had to take minus four for that, which is part of the reason I'm also going down. I, I forgot to mention that. I'm taking minus four almost like week in, week out. Minus four, minus four, sometimes I, I, minus eight. In my opinion, the minus That's four not best practice. never worth it. Yeah, sometimes it is though, but yeah, yeah. it's not best practice. It's, it's not. not best practice. I will not advise anyone to do that. But I'm just doing that for like my long-term strategy, like I earlier said. Um, the second transfer I made was um, I took off... I brought in Mings, Taron Mings, for Michel. Sorry, 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 sorry not for Michel, for Roman Saiz, for Roman Saiz, who was on my bench as well. Since then, Mings has gone up 0.1 million as well. So that's a total of 0.3 million uh, in, in value that most people are not going to get because they are going to wait until um, you know the end of international break, and then players are going to be more. I mean, the players that are highly sought after will be more expensive. So th- that's something you might want to think about. I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's not like, that, I mean, that's a point I've never actually all. considered. Um, you, you you finally managed to teach me something today. <laughs> I thought you are everything. You know, be quiet. <laughs> um, that's that's a point I never considered. I mean, so it's like almost like there's a give and take. You know, there's a balance between risking that something might happen to that player, but also the money you get to save by getting them in early, so their value is lower than it would be um, a week later when you're trying to put it in the day before the the game week where they've gone up by point two or point one or whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much rounds up uh, everything we wanted to discuss on this bonus episode. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but we just love fantasy football. It's the best way to feel connected to the games, even when sometimes your club is, you know, letting you down. Um, the final, you know, two best practices that I had um, to say were, one, uh, select your captain with confidence. Uh, we all heard Ifatu's take about how he changed his captain like three times last week. And the first two, three captains that he selected would have gotten him points. It was ultimately his last choice that messed him up. I mean, change your mind is, is fair. It happens sometimes. But in, in fantasy, I think you need to move with a certain just confidence and not give a fuckness. Like, feel like you're making a smart decision and stick to it. Otherwise, you just keep flip and flopping and changing and changing and making transfers every week. And I don't know, it's my experience in the past. I do that. I was a minus four guy. I was a transfer every week guy. I was a transfer early guy. Um, and I was in, you know, where Ifatu's position is currently right now. But, you know, early days still. Um, and finally, consistency is key. So the best players in the league are those that um, are gingered and they find that five, 10 minutes uh, every Thursday or Friday or Wednesday or whatever the case may be, however you do it, find that five, 10 minutes to make your changes, select your captain and be happy with your squad before you go into the week. Because there's no worse feeling than waking up on Saturday morning or worse, brunch time on Saturday and you've completely missed all your potential transfers. So you're just stuck with your team and it's just vibes and inshallah, praying for for the best. Uh, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> but before we round up, though, who is your captain pick? Very good question. My captain pick for this week, I mean, this is going to be a live decision because I haven't actually thought about it yet. But Don't, don't, team... don't betray your listeners, bro. Betray your listeners. <laughs> looking at the team I have at my disposal, um, if I get Bruno Fernandes in my team, he's going to be my captain. 
if I can't afford to get Bruno Fernandes in my team, which I probably can't, it's going to be a Chelsea player. So either Hakim Ziyech or Timo Werner. Or, or even Everton, because I believe Everton are facing like Fulham or something like, like that. My captain is Calvert-Lewin. I lied. I already made that decision. It's Calvert-Lewin. I just forgot. Yeah, that's my captain. You know, I, really? I always like I always like a, a I differential so captain. Much. It's so clever, isn't it? Just like Ziyech watched out last week. It worked out like a dream. Yeah, but like, is going to work out perfectly. For me, it's even worse because like, I don't have Calvert-Lewin. And oh, lol. Like, if it comes good, then it's like, it's like I don't even get half the points. You know? that is so funny to me that you don't have Dominic, man. He's gonna score a hat trick next week against Fulham yeah. away. Yeah, he's yeah. my captain. Fulham away. I'm I'll tell you away. who you don't have though. You don't have Grealish. I don't have Grealish. He's, no. he's, he's, he has a run of seven sweet games. Even though Aston Villa have not traditionally but I feel like with against, Aston Villa, uh, yeah, is you know, always look at the easiness of the game. You do well against bigger teams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You never know, man. You should just look at how well your other squad players in the squad is and if Grealish just best fits, best fits in because he's more likely to give you a good performance. You just don't know if it will result in output. Um, But yeah, that's that's me done for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Our bonus episodes always end up being slightly long, um, but it's because we love this game. We just hope that you love it as much as we do. Um, if I had to, anything to say to the people before we sign out? Um... Nothing much. I would just like to give a shout out to the guy on top of the league at the moment, Ayowole Lassisi. Oh my guy, yeah. they try you. <laughs> 75 points from last game week, 519 points in total. Man's killing it. I still really want 100 quid. We are coming for you still. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all, man. Shout out to you, bro. If I too could not have said it any better. Um, and to everybody that's hit us up that they wanted to hear more about a fantasy episode, you know, we did this for you. Uh, you know, Here you go. Shout out to our girl Mo, who supports Voila. us a lot. Um, actually, we really appreciate you. Uh, we hope, like, if you have a fantasy team, get some of this advice and, and, and get better. Um, and enjoy the rest of your week uh, whenever this comes out. Peace and love, everybody. Ciao.